Hello everyone, I'm Pastor Colin and this is the Living with Hope podcast. Welcome back to the podcast, everyone, and I hope that you're doing well and living with hope. And I hope that you enjoyed the last two podcasts that we had where I shared interviews from the past with Brett and with Charlie, because this week I'm going to share with you an interview that I was a part of where I was the one being interviewed about spiritual disciplines. And I was interviewed by Pastor Daniel, the youth pastor here at Living Hope Alliance Church, in how uh, spiritual disciplines can impact a youth ministry, how uh, youth leaders can help youth grow in spiritual disciplines. So I won't say too much more about it, and I'll just set it up with this. I think this will be a good transition back into us focusing uh, on spiritual disciplines, which will start up again next week and run for, I think, another three weeks after that. And we'll we'll have covered a lot. And if you have any questions, email me, calling at My Living Hope about spiritual disciplines. Uh, and with that, let's get to the interview. And so for a fun way to talk about our topic for this month is uh, I wanted to invite a guest. And so hi, everyone. This <laughs> if you don't know who he is, some of you might not know. This is Pastor Colin. I get to work with him and he has worked in PA at Prince Albert uh, as a youth pastor for 12 years. I did. Yep. And uh, yeah, I glean a lot of wisdom from him. And I think that he is a brilliant thinker and a oh really deep thinker. <laughs> Yeah, and so, uh, and he has, if you didn't know, he has been working on a podcast series on spiritual disciplines. Yep. And that's what we want to talk about today. For us as youth leaders, how can we, first of all, develop our own spiritual disciplines, but then after, how do we um, help our youth, because of our own practices, uh, how do we help our youth to mm. also develop these practices as well? Because what we believe, Colin, at... Um, our, and our, in our youth ministry is that we want to empower and equip disciples of Jesus to make other disciples. And yeah. spiritual disciplines is, I think, a great way to help them on that journey as they become, if they ever leave our program, this is the one thing I, I want to leave them with, some yeah. healthy practices in their life. That's so, good. Yeah. yeah. Colin, youth pastor extraordinaire. There we go. Yeah. That's... <laughs> Uh, maybe just tell us one fun thing about yourself. Uh, one fun thing about myself. Uh, oh man, I love to ice fish. I don't know if people find that fun, but okay. I love it. It's like the only time I enjoy getting cold is when I can go out on the ice and fish. So okay. I like that. I, I don't know what that is. I'm from uh, Vancouver where there's not much ice. Do you have to build an igloo? No, you <laughs> drill a hole in the ice. I always say it's really simple. You have to have a way to get through the ice. You have to have something to put down under the ice, and then you have to have a way of getting the fish up through the ice. And so okay, it's right. really simple. Yeah. So, okay. Well, yeah. That's very interesting. Yeah, I enjoy it. So that's something I maybe people didn't know about me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay, well, let's jump right into it, okay? Okay. The first question is, what is a spiritual discipline? How would you define it? Oh, so when I was thinking through this and trying how best to de describe it, the spiritual disciplines are found throughout Scripture, and... The ones that I have kind of listed, they're the one they're all found in Scripture, or influenced by Scripture. And there's, you know, different things that people might say, well, I feel closest to God when I'm gardening. And that's completely acceptable. There's lots of in Scripture about uh, being out in nature, being close to God. But the spiritual disciplines are practices of the Christian life that we see exemplified by Christ. Hmm. So either he does them or he teaches on them. And usually what he teaches on, he also did. So, And so Jesus is kind of like what I, he's who I've used as my main sources of 
uh, spiritual disciplines because their whole goal, the whole goal of the spiritual disciplines isn't to, you know, just have activities to do. It isn't just to, you know, have something before you to, you know, oh, I did this today. The whole goal of them is to grow in godliness. And this comes out of 1 Timothy 4, 7, you know, grow, grow in godliness through all things. And so this, the whole goal of the spiritual disciplines are to grow in godliness. What is our greatest example of godliness? It's Jesus. Hmm. And so, in other words, the spiritual disciplines are there to help us become like Christ. And okay. so, through the practices of Jesus. And so, I have a list, a list of ten. And yeah. Can we hear it? The yes. Yeah. And you're going to know the first two. Read your Bible mm-hmm. and pray. So, I call those Bible intake, prayer, worship is a spiritual discipline, evangelism, serving, stewardship, fasting, silence and solitude, and journaling and learning. So that's kind of how I break them down. And then any spiritual discipline really is found in those 10 categories. And just a note, I think worship is kind of like that core one, because the reason we would do any of these isn't because we should, but because we get to. Hmm. And so they are just, they're an expression of our Christian life and a desire to know God more and to become like Christ. And we use the spiritual disciplines to do this. Okay. So, so that was that list exhaustive? Like that's that's everything you found in scripture. That, I think that or, that list isn't exhaustive uh-huh. in detail. So like in their Bible memorization wasn't there. But that falls under Bible intake, you know. Okay, yeah. Singing songs, that just falls under worship or you know when somebody creates something with their hands if it's woodworking and if it is done to grow in godliness and that's the key thing. There are th- things we do in the Christian life that are expressions of worship, but they're not always to grow us to become like Christ. They're just a, a reaction to God's goodness. And mm-hmm. so, and there's good things we do in life that have nothing to do with God, um, but they can become a spiritual discipline if we incorporate one of these things. So like washing the dishes, okay. good thing to do, right? Yeah. Now it is a moment of solitude. Usually you're by yourself when you do it. But you can't just say, well, I washed the dishes and I was alone and I was silent while I did it. So that was that was me practice the spiritual. No, if you, it has to be intentional, an intentional action of focusing on Christ and becoming like Christ. Okay. Which can happen when you wash the dishes if you pray through the whole time that you're doing it. But mm-hmm. there has to be that intentionality behind it. So. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's that's helpful uh, because I think some of us uh, view our spiritual disciplines such as a, as a burden sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes we can teach it that way, like unintentionally. Because... Yeah, like you have, you should be doing this. Like yeah. you should be reading your Bible and you should be praying every day. Or is it we get to come into God's word, discover how much he loves us and how much he desires to be loved by us mm. in his word and how that's unfolded through history. And we get to actually enter the throne room of the Almighty and to have his ear bent towards us in communication with our Heavenly Father in a way that is just unimaginable except for by God's grace, and that's prayer. So those are the things we get to do because of God's goodness instead of, oh, I should be praying more. Right? You sound like, like our teenagers. Oh, I should. I know, I should read my Bible more. You sound like, us. You sound yeah, like well, us leaders yeah. too. And that's the thing. It's it's. It's, this is something we, we get to experience through Christ. Mm. And so is it is it a joyful thing? And I will say, so I listed 10 categories of spiritual okay. disciplines. Yeah. wasn't exhaustive, but um, I, don't, I would not say that I am an expert in every one of these or mm. that I practice each one so well that I don't have room to grow. 
Um, what's that? One I was gonna. Oh, let's why? ask. Why? Yeah. Why? Okay. I mean, you were hitting on some of it. Yeah. So I was gonna ask it, but why do you think spiritual disciplines are important then? I think it's it's important to learn about the spiritual disciplines and then to start kind of like practicing or uh, tasting different ones in different ways mm-hmm. because uh, because we're all different, mm-hmm. right? And God okay. God isn't, but he, he is such a gracious and loving God that he wants to connect with us in ways that are meaningful to us. And so the spiritual discipline, disciplines are so varied because he is willing to interact with us in ways that are meaningful and moving to us but are real in the sense that we get to participate and we get to interact with him. So uh, take, for instance, uh, silence and solitude. Mm -hmm. That's not everyone's cup of tea. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, if you're an extrovert, you're going to find that as an absolute grind of a spiritual discipline. And I wouldn't say you have to be finding silence and solitude. I would point you towards, you know, the to prayer and the idea of actually like talking out verbally to God as a spiritual discipline, because if you're an extroverted person, then speaking out loud to God, just in a room by yourself, you know, it's you and God and you're interacting. Well, in reality, that's still solitude if you're doing it by yourself. And so it's, it's about finding the right mix. And I guess this is, why is it important to uh, practice different spiritual disciplines? Why is it important to uh, know what, that there are so many different ones because oftentimes I was raised that spiritual disciplines were like read your Bible, Bible prayer, prayer. That's it. Yeah. There's nothing else. And, uh, but the reason that we need to look at what Jesus says is a spiritual discipline, what he lives out because he shows us all that we need for holy living. Hmm. And he shows us that in his life and in his teaching and that we are able to then participate and act in that. And we know that we're, we're a body of believers in that we're not all going to connect in the same way. We're not all eyes. We're not all ears. We're not all hands. We're not all feet. But God has different ways to connect with each one of us. It's the thing about disciplines, and we call them disciplines because we have to work at it. Mm-hmm. But also, when you discipline yourself towards something, you receive a benefit from it. Mm-hmm. So if you're disciplining yourself for physical activity like running or playing sports, um, it's different. I can remember playing high-level soccer and the training I did for high-level soccer was very different than my friend who was a basketball player, a college scholarship with basketball. He was working out on a lot more upper body strength and uh, core work. I was doing the core work, but then I also focused in on the endurance and the leg strength just because of the difference in the sports. Hmm. We were both disciplined athletes, but we just had slightly different focuses or way of practicing our sport. And so our training regiments were very different once we got out of like the core exercises. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. and that's what it, it comes down to with our spiritual disciplines is that each one of us is going to have a different mix of them that just, we just thrive in. Mm. Yeah. And other ones are going to feel like, don't make me do it. <laughs> just don't make me do that. Yeah. So, so yeah. I don't want to spend too much time on this. But no. Yeah. Sorry. I just, well, I just mean, I have another follow up question, spiritual disciplines, right? So yeah, there's a part of it that, uh, that we have to kind of work on because oh. it's a discipline. Yep. But then where's that line of like, um, uh, we have to work on it, but also we have to find the one that fits us. Fits you? us. So that's right. like the, this, I, I call that the, this, the striving effort. Mm-hmm. Whenever we feel like we have to strive to gain God's approval, 
then we're probably doing something wrong. Hmm. Like I've got to earn God's approval right. by reading my Bible and praying other, every day. Otherwise, God's, you know, he's going to yeah. be mad at me that I'm not doing my spiritual disciplines. No, God's view of us, his love for us does not change. Now, to impart this to the youth, why this is important is because we're the ones that are fickle and fleeting. Hmm. And so if God's love for us doesn't change if we're in our Bible and reading every day or if we're not, what changes then is our heart towards God, Hmm. bitterness or, you know, resentment. So when we come into doing spiritual disciplines, yes, it's to grow us in godliness because God isn't changing. And so then there's something that needs to change inside of us. And that's what the spiritual disciplines do is they just kind of connect us to God. And so, and it can't be in a striving manner. So if it's so regimented, I just had this conversation with somebody. I was, we were talking about prayer and I was like, yeah, we drove by your house and we almost went in, uh, except for I had a prayer meeting I had to get to. And they're like, well, didn't the Holy Spirit say come into our house? And wouldn't it have been okay to skip the prayer meeting then? And I was like, (laughs) I was like, yeah, if the Holy Spirit had done that, I guess I would have had to have been like, you know, I had this meeting I needed to get to, but the Holy Spirit's directing me to this other place. It didn't happen, but it's just that reality that if we are striving after the disciplines that love stops and we no longer connect with other people, then I would say that we are using them just as a striving Hmm. tool that I'm going to earn God's love. I'm going to, I'm going to be the best Christian by doing my spiritual disciplines. No, the goal is godliness and becoming like Christ. And that's all by God's grace. Right. So become almost, um, pharisaical. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, you know, I just brought an analogy to my head. Like, I mean, I love spending time with my wife, and I'm sure you do too. Yep, not and with your wife, with my own, but yeah. Yep, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, keep yeah, going. You yep. threw me off. Okay, um, and th- so then uh, before I was before we were uh, married and engaged, I was dating her, and mm-hmm. or even before I was dating her, there's parts of me that had to woo her over, right? Yeah. And so that was the striving part of me. But now that we're married, engaged, now it's just I want to enjoy being with her mm-hmm. and so then um you know uh in our busyness of life and work and um we have to intentionally set time on the weekend with each other yeah. to be with each other and that's where we find we, where we connect and i really hear that's what you're saying with god like um when we use spiritual disciplines to connect with god it's uh find the one that helps you to connect with him mm-hmm. if it's not bible then yeah. i mean we should still read our bibles would you oh agree? yeah I mean, I, some of them are staples i think but i like, think so i think they're foundational in the sense like reading your bible and and when you're in your bible if you find a plan that works for you and if it's not like you know i'm gonna get the whole bible read in 66 days and i'm gonna nail yeah, right. a book a day or i'm gonna read it in a year the, the reality is like um, if you read your Bible five minutes every day, you'd be through it in three years, hmm. roughly. So that means if you read your Bible 15 minutes each day, you'd read your whole Bible in a year. Yeah. Right. That's so, and it's foundational in the sense that this is God's word for us okay. that we can just dive into at any moment and actually see how he spoke to others, see how he is still speaking to us. Yeah. And how he desires to interact with us. That is just where we can always go to uh, to see God speaking into our lives. So yeah. it's pretty foundational. So okay. I always think of it like this. So spiritual disciplines are a lot like medicine. So if you were to go to a, a drugstore and you just bought an over-the-counter medication, anyone else could get that one too. It's just kind of like one size fits all. Okay. 
but if you like needed a very specific dosage of certain different medicines, yeah, prescriptions, yeah, yeah right. you could go to a compounding pharmacy where they would break all those tablets down into powder form or liquid form, and they would mix it okay. to your specifications. And that's what God wants to do with the spiritual gifts with with you, hmm. with your leaders, with yeah. with the youth. Is He wants to have the right mix of spiritual disciplines that just creates this wonder in life in knowing him more and growing into being like Christ. Okay. Because that is what becomes replicated in people's lives. Yeah. So like how I practice my spiritual disciplines, I can teach other people about it, but if I was to try and force other people or know. make other people, hey, you have to do it like this, this is what works for me, it may not at yeah. all and it might it might just throw them just into an off. imbalance. Yeah. yeah, right. And so like I'm dyslexic, I hate reading. So instead of reading the Bible, sometimes I just listen to it. Mm. And that's still Bible intake. Yeah, right. But it's just a different form. Okay. So. Yeah. No, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's keep moving along here. For sure. Okay. So you've given us some tools and how we can look at spiritual disciplines. Yeah. And how we can incorporate it into our lives. And some of these are great, really great reminders. Um, so what are some of the spiritual disciplines that, uh, in your experience working with youth ministry, uh, that they should learn? I mean, you said, you said growing up, you learned about just Bible and taking prayer yep. and that's kind of what we're pushing now Yeah. because we find that they are foundational. But do you yep. think, uh, we should expand that? Do you think we should focus in on those two? Well, I think, I think I hear you guys are doing those, but I also hear you incorporate worship times. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, like, uh, what is worship too, right? I mean, exactly. You, you're doing the audible music, music yeah. which is the praise okay. section of it. Then you can, like, you transition. You talk about how God wants to be, like, Lord of their whole lives, I'm sure, and the idea of, like, every moment being an act of worship. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that you guys talk about caring for other people, and that's a service aspect. And really what it is is about youth group, in my mind, is a time where, the church opens itself up, and especially wonderful leaders, mm -hmm. uh, you open your lives up to just pour into the lives of youth, not just to say, hey, Jesus loves you, but this is how it's impacted my life, and this mm -hmm. is how it's lived out. And so then you guys become the the description or the explanation of spiritual disciplines. Mm -hmm. The Be walking explanation. Exactly. <laughs> and so yeah. then, so, you know, important ones, I think that's it. Like, it's what's important to you. You want to reflect that okay. to the youth because that's how God is speaking to you. But then you don't want to be, become prescriptive in that. And mm. so if you, and that's the importance of reading our own Bibles and being in our own spiritual yeah, disciplines, right. because if we're growing in godliness, then we can look at somebody else and see, oh, you know what? I think God is really speaking to you in like, you're an, you're an amazing writer and you're writing all the time. Did you know that that God inspired people to write scripture that we have now today and journal and just lay out before him all these wonderful things that mm. the book of Psalms are David's journal of life and music, mm. then maybe you should just, instead of like trying to verbalize your prayers, let's just journal out your prayers today. Mm. Just write them out. Just wow. have a different way of doing it. And you can do that as a group and give them all a, that experience of like, hey, yeah, instead right. of like just praying in your head today or praying out loud, just pray on a piece of paper. Just write out the prayer okay. that you feel God is calling you to. Right. And you can have examples from the past. Uh, you can have, you know, an experiential night where it's like a silence and solitude night where, mm -hmm. you know, you have different stations set up. Maybe it's a station that has different types of salt added to 
really take into the scripture, you know, we're supposed to be the, the salt of the um, salt of the world like so oh man i just forgot my scripture anyways yeah, yeah but we're supposed to be uh salt and light so what does what does it mean to be salt and you can have like a table set up with salt and different types feel it taste it if you want to it's a little harder in covid but then write down your thoughts <laughs> on what it means to be the salt that god sprinkles across the earth mm. what does that mean as a christian or different sources of light what does it mean to be the light what does it mean that jesus was the light and mm. so you know, it's just about incorporating different those different experiences. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, and in, in this time we're doing small group driven uh, youth group. Yeah, and so leaders do have that um, liberty to try some of these ideas out. I yeah, mean, uh, it sounds like you had you you've you've done these in your own youth group, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, and so that's that's some great ideas, some great thoughts um, for your youth group. Also, though, uh, as you pursue some of these uh, spirits of this, what are some of the challenges that you may have faced? I think the challenges are what they always have been and what we face in our own life is that uh, no one's holding our feet to the fire, right? Okay. In other words, like... Like as youth or as leaders? or anything? Either, like, okay. you know, as a youth pastor challenging your youth leaders or as youth leaders challenging the youth, hmm. you can put that challenge out there. Yeah. You can show kind of how it works in a youth room setting. Hmm. But then it becomes difficult because what we teach in youth group... Mm -hmm then has to be taken out of youth group and done in the real world. Yeah, right. Where there's homework waiting, where there's video games waiting, where there's <laughs> naps to be had, where there's chores to be done because the parents may do chores. So yeah, it's those sort of things. It's, you know, in a perfect bubble, this is what we could do. Mm -hmm. Or it's how do we translate this into the kids' lives? And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is through continued conversations outside of youth time mm -hmm. so you know if your youth like if your individual groups have like maybe a facebook page for yeah. each like for the boys uh, small right. group or the girls small group or if it's age-based and then being able to have their leader go hey this is what i read in the bible today mm -hmm. and just throw it up there uh through you version or whatever it is and just share the link and this is what it meant to me if you guys get a chance, read it. What does yeah. it mean to you? Yeah, right. And just kind of like giving those little tidbits to allow them to, to know that they can take the faith from that they're experiencing, seeing maybe in their homes or maybe in youth group into the broader world. Mm. Because if we can just like have those little interruptions into the rest of the world, that's what God wants to do with our spiritual disciplines. Yeah, he wants right. to interrupt our, our just living out life and breathing and fighting gravity and he wants to break in with his grace and his mercy and his love. So, mm. yeah. Okay. No, that's great. I I, I feel like um, in our group we get we we feel that too, right? When yeah. You subscribe like each week. Like, what do we talk about the challenges? We have challenges each week, but we we don't do it because exactly how you described, like life comes at us like a truck, and and just all these responsibilities and everything about youth group just kind of gets forgotten to the wayside until next week. Yeah, and it's it's that idea of how do you interact it instead of saying like, hey, did you guys read your Bible today? Mm -hmm. Well, that's that that's that striving mentality. Mm -hmm. That's that you know that that pushing towards being a, you should do this right. Yeah, like, right. hey guys, did you read your Bible today? But instead of putting like, hey, I read my Bible today and this. Yeah. Wow. I see this. And that's so much different. It is because then it's like, I, I got to do this. Mm. Do you guys want to do this? Is it like, and you guys could get to do this too. Yeah. And so it's just that, that how do we voice it to the youth? Like if it's, if it sounds like their parent, like, Hey, did you do your chores? Hey, yeah. Did you do your chores? Yeah. 
okay, you did your chores. Hey, did you do your work, homework? Yeah. <laughs> did you do your homework? Okay, did yeah. you get ready for bed? Did you clean? What like, if it sounds like that, then that's the view of our heavenly Father that's going to get passed on. Because oh man, if if the youth leaders have this view of like, oh, should, did I do this? Did I do this? Yeah, right. Then it really takes it out of the realm of I, I want to do this. Like yeah. that I I get to know God through this, and so yeah. yeah. There there are some weeks when I'm at youth that uh, I haven't really been connecting with God. Or haven't been doing my spiritual disciplines, and um, and then I still have to go through the script, right? I right. still have to say everything. Uh, but there are weeks where you know I'm still, I maybe I didn't uh, do my spiritual disciplines, but I'm honest with that at youth group. I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, I didn't really do it this week. But connecting with the the leaders and the youth <clears throat> on that level always yeah. finds so much more meaningful. It to is be real and not to uh, just uh, how to just to say the question like, hey, did you do it this week? But to explain where you're at with it and be honest with it yeah and i think that that's the like as a youth leader even if you're if you get to share what is beyond the scope of what the Mm -hmm. lesson is that week if you're like hey you know yeah this is what we're learning about but i read this in the bible as well this week Mm -hmm. out of my spiritual disciplines then like or you know i was praying with god this weekend and what i heard from him is being echoed right now yeah it's just that pointing towards something that happens outside of this time (laughs) Yeah, right. right. That this moment of existence isn't the only moment of existence, but that when we separate, we're still connected because we are all, you know, um, learning to love God. We are being loved by God and experiencing that in different ways and that our devotions, our spiritual disciplines can then connect with one another. And that's the beauty of them is that we have personal spiritual do- disciplines, mm-hmm. but we also have corporate ones. Mm-hmm. Communion table, baptism, that's corporate right. worship. Okay. Uh, so those are spiritual disciplines. Well, they are, okay. oh, I didn't. but those are corporate. Sorry, I had not, the ones I kind of rambled off are more like personal ones. But those, sure. those I didn't are, think of it that way. Those I mean, are corporate spiritual disciplines wow, that we practice true. together because their goal is they're, godliness. They're, they're marks of the church that kind of uh, keep us on track. That's how I saw them. But like, yeah, to but view them as spiritual disciplines. But their goal is like godliness. They're yeah. about looking towards Christ. So that's all communion is, right? Okay. It's yeah. so Christocentric, and so that's the thing is those are all spiritual disciplines. I, and I said, like, Bible intake, you know, group reading of the Scripture, that is amazing Bible intake. When you just, mm. when you have the Bible read to you like it was read in the early church mm. as a letter, you know, if okay. it was to the Ephesians, and just have it, having it read out to the group. Like, mm. if this is your first time hearing it, you yeah. know, delivered to the Ephesian church, that was the same experience. And so it's about kind of connecting with the reality that our spiritual disciplines they sound that's it just sounds so terrible when you put it that way like as a oh discipline oh <laughs> spiritual what what connection does that have to my tactile world but reality that this is just us living our faith out day in and day out mm. with our eyes fixed on god so mm. okay. and how do we do that yeah right <laughs> um yeah my last question here is um what is uh an, uh some tips you would have for us to use as youth leaders to teach youth have you thought about that question yeah i think i did a little bit and it's it's mm-hmm. that tactile it's that connecting with the the grander life with with god it's not just this one moment like hey when you're by yourself practicing your spiritual discipline it's mm-hmm. you know how does this also connect to us okay. as yeah. the body yeah because if our goal is godliness if christ is the greatest example of godliness then our greatest living that out 
is corporately when we are the body of Christ together. Mm. And that means that our spiritual disciplines aren't just for us to, I grew it this week, but they're also there to share with one another, mm. sharing our, our prayer journey with one another, sharing, you know, hey, I had this moment of just absolute silence this week, and I felt God speaking his love into my life, not just for me to keep to myself, but then to share with you mm. and be like, I felt God's love so much this week. I just want to pass it on to you and say that I love you and care for you as well mm. and that he loves you right. and just adores you. Okay. And so that's the thing is our spiritual disciplines aren't just personal and have no impact on the, the rest of the church. Mm. They are there for us to grow up together in the full body of Jesus Christ. Yeah. I almost knocked my book <laughs> off. Whoops. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, man, and, and just seeing it as a grander um, outside of youth, like, uh, I, I, I sense that yeah. uh, the youth ask me all the time, like, uh, what does my life look like outside of youth? And they're so curious about each of us leaders. I know they asked like, like Emma about like what she's like yeah. outside of youth and Victoria and they make fun of Shane's Australian accent, oh, right? Because they're interested in us as persons. And so to explain and, and to incorporate our spiritual life. Uh, outside of youth. I think that would be really helpful. It is. And yeah. like opportunities to do that. So, you know, greatest tip is connecting with kids outside of the youth time. Mm -hmm. You know, I had some amazing youth workers who they're still volunteering with youth up in PA and they were this like showing up to a kid's basketball game. Mm -hmm. it, it wrecks their, their view of who you are. If all they've experienced of you has been in like the youth room upstairs you know, in their mind, that's the only location you exist in the whole wide world. Yeah, like, right. you actually don't exist outside of that room <laughs> or outside of this church. Like, this is, like, your whole, like, encompassed existence to them. But if you show up at their game and just say, hey, man, heard you had a game, and I just wanted to come and, and watch and cheer you on and just and see you do your best today, uh, you know, that speaks to the world to them. Or, I like... You know, young women, like, I can remember going and watching plays that had my youth in it mm -hmm. or going and watching piano recitals or, and it was just about setting aside some of that extra time in the evening to connect with them outside of youth, not for the goal of, hey, are you coming to youth, but yeah, you're valuable. Mm -hmm. You're super valuable. And I just want to, I want to just see you outside this time and have that little bit of connection. It means a whole lot more because then it's like, then they realize that they're valued more than just their attendance. Yeah. And that's that's the whole goal of the spiritual disciplines is learning that we God values us so much more than just our Sunday morning attendance. Mm -hmm. But he wants to connect with us throughout the rest of the week in so many varied and amazing ways and we get to step into that with our spiritual disciplines. Yeah, right. So yeah. <laughs> and I know I know some of our leaders have connected with them outside and yeah. and, and I would affirm that um, the leaders have said that those are the best times. Oh. So so that's that's a great tip. Um, yeah, and you know, the final one is in those times, if you get together, say if it's like for a pizza night as a, as a yeah. small group or if it's like as a, like a sleepover, whatever it is, yeah. just hanging out, then you just intentionally work, the, work mm. it into the conversation how your spiritual disciplines have been impacting you. Okay, yeah, start and with you. Yeah, like okay. just be like, oh, man, you know, I just wanted to share with you guys that, you know, I was reading uh, – just like out of John 15, just like, you know, that Jesus is the vine and we are mm. the branches. Just that idea, like right now we're a bunch of branches just hanging out with Jesus and 
we just want to see good fruit come from this time where you guys will just go out and build up other people and yeah. love on them and experience Christ's love and just grow in the fruit-bearing reality of knowing God even more. And so, you know, it's just working in those little spiritual okay. times where it's like maybe not a perfectly planned out like Bible devotional time, mm -hmm. but it's like, hey, I was reading my Bible yeah. or, hey, yeah. I was in prayer or, hey, on Sunday, that's worship song man, that just spoke to my heart. What, what did it say to you? Yeah. And so there's just those moments to just naturally work it in. And I'm, I'm sure that you are doing it. Mm -hmm. And that I think the greatest thing about like youth leader training is helping people realize that you're doing it already. Yeah. Keep doing it. Keep doing it. <laughs> Do it more intentionally. Yeah. Like, and it sounds like, oh man, it's just, not that you should do it either, but that you get to do that with these kids is just expand their worldview of how God impacts everything. Yeah, right. So. <laughs> well, that's great. Yeah. Uh, my last question here is like, was there anything else you wanted to mention that we didn't talk about? Not that I can think of. If you want to listen to the podcast, the Living with Hope that. podcast, yeah, there's we've been going through kind of these 10 uh, spiritual disciplines wow. a little bit more in, intensely, like where are they found in Scripture, how are they exemplified, what did Jesus say about them. And so... And you're on your seventh episode, right? There's 10 episodes in total? There's going to be 10. Well, there's going to be more because Bible intake I broke down into, into like... Yeah into like reading and listening into memorization okay. and then into meditation okay and so because bible intake is just massive yeah. part of christian yeah. life so yeah and so there's going to be more than that so i'm actually going to be taking a break here at the end of november we'll do a little advent series have a little break and then finish it off in january okay and so. then again how do we find that if we want to listen it to is it? on all major podcasts <laughs> Carrier, Spotify. Click here to subscribe. <laughs> on Apple Podcasts, on Google, and it, yeah. or you can, it's on the, it's in the church app as well. You can check out the church app, or you can check it out at, uh, on the church website. So those are different ways. Okay, cool. It's yeah. hosted on Anchor. Yeah. You can look for it, Living With Hope, or right. Colin Turner on Anchor. And I've been listening to it. It's really great stuff. Oh, that's good. Uh, he was... Really yeah, really well produced. Oh, well, that's... <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Colin was just going to say, like, I was on one of the episodes, and, yep. uh, yeah, and I thought that one was, was especially good. I think so, too. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Pastor Eric's been on. Mm -hmm. uh, Christine Lett just came on, and she just shared about how she uses prayer in her workaday world as a doctor. So if you want to, like, learn a little bit about, like, living out a spiritual discipline... That one was pretty pretty good, yeah. uh, and we have one coming up on fasting. So mm -hmm. if you yeah. haven't thought much about fasting, it's mentioned more than baptism in scripture. So, wow. <laughs> or even I was just finishing up the evangelism one. Did, I didn't yeah. think that was a spiritual discipline, but you you presented it really well and gave some good practical thoughts. And so yeah, lots of good stuff. And so that, that was a huge reason why I asked you to come on. Number one, because you were a youth pastor, but also number two, you're working through this topic yourself. Yeah, and so and um, I, I I may know more. I don't feel like an expert. Mm -hmm. I think some of the greatest experts in our church are those with gray hairs who have been living this out faithfully day in and day out for the past like you know sixty years. Yeah, really. they're the real experts in yeah. in faithful spiritual discipline life and how much they just still love Jesus. So. Yeah, and sometimes it's not those flashy, you know megachurch pastors but it's, no. just those, it's the faithful one who's been doing it for years yeah and they're the ones who are quiet that you see that they're unshakable in their faith because yep. they've developed these rhythms and practices that have 
stabilize who they are in Christ. And so, yeah, that, I, I think that's, that's the goal for all yeah, of us. Yeah, it is the goal. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening. This has been Living with Hope Podcast. If you'd like to get a hold of me, Pastor Colin, just email me at colin at mylivinghope.ca. And God bless and have a great week living with hope.